When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I am Justin Scrant. I'm Shane Smith. Drinking a gin and tonic because uh, I'm out of beer. This is Conspiracy Beer Me, the podcast where comedians talk about crazy conspiracies. And this week we are talking about the uh, mysterious Chaco Canyon and the mystery of the six-fingered people. Oh, wow. That's pretty crazy. Very uh, Princess Bride-esque reference. Oh, fun. You know who's going to wow. be in the new Princess Bride? Oh, they're doing a new one? Yeah, they're Remake? doing a reboot. And Ruben from I Think You Should Leave, uh, the steering wheel fly-off guy, he's mm-hmm. going to be in it. So I'm stoked. He's the best. So it's not a sequel or a prequel. I don't know. I don't know. I don't uh, know anything about it. I just saw Ruben's in it, and I was like, I'm in. Uh, well, we're going to delve into I almost sent you the, the sound clip, you know. You wouldn't happen to have six fingers on your left hand. Oh, right. He's like, do you always start conversations this way? Yeah. But I did not. Well, welcome. Uh, This is our weekly episode for uh, people that uh, haven't joined the patron. If you're a patron, you get two episodes each week, which is really awesome. And And access to our Discord. And access to our brand new Discord, which has been a huge amount of fun. You can post pictures. Like, you can post uh, suggestions for shows. Yeah. You can post a picture of your pet. Mm-hmm. These you are can, just the bare minimum of what a Discord can do. And we're, oh, just, yeah, we're, we're just trying to do as little as possible. You can t- chat to each other. Um, yeah. No, it's a good time, though. No, I'm on there most. I'm on there from yeah, I realize 30 to I'm on 11 there. most days. I'm on there all the time anyway, so might as well. Yeah, have that yeah it's really fun. Yeah. Um, well, we're, yeah, we're looking forward to having our, our patrons join us there and offer suggestions, hang out a little bit more. Yeah, we're also on Rockfin. Uh, if you don't want to do Patreon and you want more content for $10 a month. It's a good deal. Um, tons of stuff on Rockfin. Tons of, really tons good of deal. stuff. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, how are things? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Is the gin and tonic like a summer drink shift for you? Uh, I like a Pims for a summer drink, but a gin and tonic, I'm a big gin guy, and Pims is a gin-based liqueur. So. Oh, okay. All right. So is that a Pims and tonic? No, that's just it. That's just, I think that's vodka, actually. I don't know. No, I just grabbed vodka. a bottle. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of beer. I'm just going to. Uh, I realized that uh, posting in the Discord this weekend, I I need to slow it down. I've had a bit. I, I, I had a week where I didn't drink, and then I was like, well, I've earned a, <laughs> yeah, I earned a, a month of it. Well, <laughs> I'm excited about our topic today. Yeah, I am uh, too. Anything uh, with six fingers, I'm in. Yeah, and especially excited uh, that we get to talk about it with uh, Atlanta-based comic here joining us. Give it up for Damon Sumner. Hello, Damon. What's up, team? Appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, how, are, Hell yeah. how are things? Things are good. Things are good here. Uh, kids, last week of school, summertime's about to pop off, so I can't complain. I got a nice little... Dr. Pepper, uh, zero sugar in my oh, life. Nice. Oh, wow. There's stevia in that or just straight up? Uh, just straight up. <laughs> what just uh, chemicals. Chemicals. Just, just, straight, yeah, it's just <laughs> cancer. That's all. But it's good. That's all it, it tastes it's good. good. It's tasty. I'm also, uh, I'm also a dad with school-age kids, so they're going to be done in mm-hmm. the next 10 to 12 days. Right. And like, I'm excited, but then I'm also realizing like, I've got a pretty pretty cool routine at my house. Yeah. Like I, everybody goes and leaves, and I've got the house to myself. And there's yeah. your summer there's ends when theirs begins. God, it's uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, this this kind of sucks. Yeah, uh, they're only they're only there. They go to summer camp too, so it's only like a few weeks of this. But I'm still dreading it. Yeah, yeah. My my kids are going to Texas with grandparents for about a month. They leave mid June, come back mid July. Mm. I don't have kids. kids. I got uh, cats. Or, no or cats you, currently. You'll have cats soon. Though. My cat countdown is almost at 20 days. Oh, man. That's uh, over. Is that exciting for you? Man, a cat and me, we're like bread and butter. 
Mm-hmm. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. I never yeah. come over to your house, but I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Usually there's a hard line for some people with cats. <laughs> I get it. I feel like, cat, I feel like cats are you're either all in or all out. Yes, for sure. For sure. And they're the same way with you. Yeah. This is true. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. Mine yeah. hates me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I'm excited about our topic today. I'm all, I always get excited. Uh, there's certain, I'm always excited about our topics, but I like it when it's something that I've never heard about that then leads me into areas of the paranormal and, and uh, conspiracy world that I find very interesting. And this is, this one was, and it starts in a, in a place that I watched a documentary called the mystery of Chaco Canyon. Okay. It's kind of an older documentary. I don't know, maybe like 10 years old. Uh, it's not very good, uh, but the subject matter is good. It's just not a very good document. I mean, it's it's narrated by Robert Redford. So I think they had grand uh-huh. ideas for this. It's yeah. just it's it 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 devolved. You know that you know like documentaries will devolve into like they just got some really mundane archaeologist talking. Like it's just really boring, right? Like he doesn't even have cool hair. You're just like, yeah, what like is come boring? on, uh, yeah. This, you know, this woman's students don't like her class. Like you can just tell she's boring. It's a lot of that, but the subject matter was fascinating. Um, the Chaco uh, uh, Native Americans, Chaco Canyon, is located sort of near where Four Corners is. Oh yeah. And, you know, like, so that, that part of the, the American Southwest and between 1850 and 1150, the Chacoans, uh, they built in this region, an architectural site that is the largest building built in the Americas up until like a hundred years ago. And it was built in like the nine, 900 AD. Crazy. So like 1200 years ago, they built a building of such epic proportions that archaeologists say that it was essentially on the scale of the Roman Colosseum. It, it, mm. it was absolutely massive. It was in the, the middle of the desert with nobody really understands how they built it, although it's a little more clear than, like, say, the, the pyramids because it, it's, it's more recent in time. I mean, if you gave it another, like, 2,000, 3,000 years, we probably have no idea how they built it, right. but we know. Um, now, the, the couple things off the top is that uh, the Chacoans were, were a pretty substantial Native American tribe. A lot of, a lot of tribes uh, trace their lineage back to them. They were Puebloans. Does that make sense? They, they, sure. they lived in Pueblos, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But they weren't like, Pueblo Indians? Or were they were they? Pueb- well, I think Pueblo, I think all Pueblo Indians are Chaconians, Chacoans, mm. but not all Chac. Uh, no, we have no, we have no, no facts to back any of this. No, up. Yeah, no, this is the, the nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. I know that at some point people started living in Pueblos and it was a big deal. Yeah, for sure. And they were some of those people. Okay. Um, now, now, uh, uh, not a conspiratorial note, but a historical note. I, you know, one of the things that's important about this is that it challenges the entire mythology of 1492. Mm-hmm. So if you ever read the book 1491, which I've mentioned, it is essentially a historian saying in 1491, before the arrival of Europeans into the Americas, we had an incredibly complex world, just very complex civilizations, a, a deep and fundamental understanding of math, buildings, culture, trade, flourishing civilizations. And in order to essentially wipe that civilization off the earth, Europeans promoted this idea that these were primitive people that oh, right, yeah. lived That's, in small yeah. villages and didn't, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that they needed, they needed our religion and our civilization to progress. So well, that's what anybody does with anybody, right? Like I've talked about, about they, my contractor what, constantly. I'm like that dumb right. idiot. And I'm like, I'm just yeah. treating him like <laughs> we're not going to yeah. communicate. We're just going to call people dumb. Um, Yeah. It, it's uh, I think it's what aliens will do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they'll be like, <laughs> yes. they were not sophisticated. And we're like, we went to space. We yeah. had a space shuttle. And we stuff. have Facebook. 
<laughs> you know, I do. I do want to jump in for a second. I uh, aliens. One of the crazy things I love about the fact of aliens potentially coming one day is that I just hope and wish that they're actually the opposite. I hope they are just like you ever seen the movie Home. No, uh, Home is an animated movie. It came out years ago. Shout out to J Lo and Rihanna, and um, <laughs> and um, uh, it's basically about these aliens, and they've taken over home. And a lot of them are very smart, except for this one main character, and he's just aloof, and he's just just messy and and just clumsy. And I'm like, that's the type of blue thing I need pulling up on me <laughs> randomly. It's just is I don't know how to do anything. And now you've come to my land and I've got to support you right. as an invader. I just yeah. want to throw that in there. Yeah. That's tough. It's like uh why do we think they're gonna be so advanced? They're gonna come to Earth with middle management. Nobody knows what they're doing. They just gotta get a job done there like they say they gotta finish the it. CEOs here, right? They're sitting <laughs> the entry level exactly interns. exactly yeah. same as we are. Right. Yeah. We're, we're, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, um, the back to the uh, the, the site. Um, it, it it's built, as I said, in a very inhospitable place. Aside from it being incredibly arid, some people, archaeologists, think that there was no farming there. Some people think that there might have been able to use advanced irrigation to create some kind of uh, ability to farm. But it's a very arid. And it was never climate. like the Sahara, how the Sahara used to right, be lush. No, no. It was always just pretty least, deserty. No, well, yes, it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, the entire desert of the Southwest, uh, which is a, one of the largest deserts in the in the on the Earth, was once underwater. I mean, it was once oh, right, beautiful, yeah, yeah. but but a long a long time ago. Not okay. not at this time. Not yeah. Okay. It's it's two thousand meters above sea level, um, which I don't know if you've ever been to like New Mexico. In the winter, it can just get brutally cold. So oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's not a real hospitable place, but yet um, they built this massive thing there. Okay, okay. so um, it was a series of buildings, and the, the centerpiece was called Pueblo Bonito, okay. which is, I think, means beautiful city. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that was the name of my, uh, the groundskeeper at my uh, uh, college apartment was named Bonita. And I was like, Mm. I was like, Bonito? I don't know. It was Bonito. Oh, Bonito. Yes, of course. I don't know how Spanish works. Bonito. Yeah, Bonito. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Pretty man. Uh, pretty yeah. Man. He was not, but that was also, it was so ironic. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I do like how for a long time things were named for how they looked. Right. You know, like, like Bigfoot. Or Grand Tetons. Oh, yeah. They just, yeah. They just named it Big Titties. And it's just <laughs> like, but now we name stuff after people. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. You know, I just, I don't want. And there's a guy named Big Titties going, it was named after me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the centerpiece, Pueblo Bonito, was a five-story building. Five-story building. Okay. Built in 18, I mean, sorry, built in 850 AD mm. with 650 rooms. Think how big that is. Wow. 650 rooms. Uh, the construction of it, absolute marvel. Rock and timber uh, brought in from hundreds of miles away. Uh, some of the rooms were were constructed with advanced masonry techniques with like rounded walls, oh, cool. perfectly square walls, sunken bathtub floors. I was like the seventies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds like some of it sounds like mid century modern yeah. um, stuff. It, it, it took some, they've tried to estimate how, many labor hours it would take to make such a structure. And they just cannot hmm. fathom it. I mean, millions of hours of labor to create something, especially when you calculate the population. Like I feel nowadays you'll be like, I have so many people mm-hmm. it'll never run out. But back then you're like, well, we have five people. That's what we have. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was the, the construction style is a little haphazard and that it seems to change at times as if, you know, because it was built over the course of a couple hundred years that like a new foreman took over and it's like, well, I don't know how to build it that way. We're just going to build it the land. One floor is all shiplap. Like, yeah. That was Chip and Joanna. Got them back yeah, then. It's too. a modern farmhouse level. <laughs> yeah. Weird. It's really hip. During yeah. That. I love these barn doors inside. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so, so, but it, it is a uh, completely enigmatic as a structure because most of the 650 rooms were simply inhospitable. Like they were not for living. 
you could not live in them. They were dark interior rooms. Like you're talking, you got to think about like a 650 room. The building was three acres and five stories. So very, very few of the rooms had access to external light. That sounds Uh, horrible. Did it not have a shaft down the middle? No, no evidence of any kind of shaft. And people were like, well, they probably use torchlight. And they were like, how there's no ventilation for this smoke. Mm. So you're basically, if you light smoke in here, one, it's full of timber and there's no way for the smoke to get out. And, and, and also, I mean, just to be clear, there's also like no evidence of people living in these rooms, right? Mm. They don't have any evidence that Pueblo Bonito was ever like lived in by any large number of people. Mm. Right? Uh, and, and, and we've talked about this before, that archaeologists, when they when when you have a big settlement or it's like that, the way you can tell if people live there is by like they always have a trash pile. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I which I love. It's like you find an ancient civilization, you're like, well, let's go look for the trash, and they've never found any kind of trash heap at this mm-hmm. location to, to to suggest that there was any substantial number of people living here. Didn't the Indians use every part of everything? No waste. Well. I don't know. Native Americans? What's the, is it indigenous peoples? I'm, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, I, no, they, no, no, you would have, you would have, uh, broken down pots. Oh, pot shard. Pot shards. You would have bones of pets and animals that they wouldn't have, you know, they'd That's have, true, yeah. they don't have, they, they haven't found any of that. Um, hmm. nobody, look, one thing archaeologists are sure of is this was not a residential palace or something like that. They don't know what it what it was. Uh, and they believed for a long time that it was a trading center because there is evidence that these people traded in inexplicable distance away from where mm-hmm. they were, like deep into Central America, which they were like, we didn't know people traded that far, like hundreds right. and hundreds of miles away. They find evidence of art, pottery, other things that they associated with so this other is indigenous people that were hundreds of miles, not even just as close a to giant them. mall, just a giant mall of Native Americans. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the theory is that it's it might might have just been like a a huge, unmistakable. I almost think of it like Vegas, you know, like Vegas is this. Oh, that's fun. You know, like, like if, because if you think about Las Vegas, when I went there. I drove and, 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 you know, we're driving along the power lines that come from the huge dam. And I was like, if those power lines get knocked over in a storm and all you have left are the remnants of Vegas, people are going to be like, how did these people live yeah, in what the desert? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. there's no water source here. Well, the water source is hundreds of miles away in a dam that you created. Like it's just a weird place to build something. And like what, if, yeah. And if people discover that they're gonna be like, you guys, it's unbelievable. There's a, uh, a giant metal structure in France that's the same as this. They must have been aliens making building these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They had yeah. the same thing in two different places. How is that possible? It's just really greedy people. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I don't know what, it seems like, you know, it, some people would say that like Dubai and those sort of cultures are also attempts to build these sort of cities and in, in, in places like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like where it's like there's something about building a remarkable city in a desert that is a, somehow impressive to people. I'm not, in, well, no, I'm impressed by it. I just don't want to go there. I don't. <laughs> There's an accomplishment feeling of doing something nobody else wants to do. I don't know if it's the wisest move. No, right, <laughs> right. No, I, 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 I get you. I just, it's, that's what I'm saying is it's not a, it doesn't seem smart to me. Right. But a lot of people have done it. That's so, kind of when like, someone opens a open mic in a place that makes no sense, you're like, well, no good sense. luck. Do right, this old Chuck E. Cheese. That's what <laughs> yeah. we're gonna do, right? Yeah. Right. And then if it's thriving, if you're like somehow that thing's successful, I don't know. Everybody <laughs> wants to go there. Um, well, the other thing about the place uh, that is noteworthy is that, like so many other ancient complex civilizations, it has a unique and somewhat unfathomable relationship to the sun and moon. Mm. Um, it has all sorts of carved stone that is connected with the sun and moon cycles. So for example, there are these like 
notches in the mountains that like on the solstice, the sun will shine directly through that notch and like, kind of like highlight one point. So they're like, so they were, they were clearly creating a calendar system Mm -hmm. to basically, you know, follow and chart the sun and moon and and know the seasonal changes. Uh, Right. I don't know. And I looked pretty hard. I don't know if that location just sort of on a Mesa in the middle of nowhere allowed them access to the stars so they could see very clearly. I can't imagine the stars were. Yeah. It's not streetlights out there. Yeah. But, but I, but there's no, I didn't find any indication that that was the case, Okay, uh, that the location was important, but there's lots of evidence all across the site that this was essentially a huge clock that basically kept time, both the daily time, but also the time of year and showed the cycles. And, I, and you know, that seems that's, I mean, having an astronomical site seems pretty relevant to people yeah, that day. I would think we, so. Cause it helps you prepare for, you know, harvest or hunting or mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, yeah, or, the worst yeah. is when you like wake up and you're like, Oh shit, the Buffalo are here. We should have had arrows ready. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or meteorology in the sense that like, if you could predict weather mm. based upon certain phenomena, that would be, I mean, I, I mean, we've talked about this. I think that's half of what made people priests in the old days. They just were like oh, yeah. amateur weather enthusiasts who were just like, <laughs> if you don't give me your children, the God will rain down a flood upon you. And it's just like, he just had his guys on a mountaintop spotting thunderstorms in the distance <laughs> yeah. or something, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, well, it, it, it was now here's where the mystery really thickens in my opinion. They have found very few people buried there. Uh, and for the most part, they're buried in one of two rooms. Mm. Uh, most of them are buried in just one of the, the, the 500 something rooms, 650 rooms. The rooms are all numbered like mm. a hotel. Oh, weird. And the room that, uh, that has the most people buried in it. And it really, we're talking about like 75 people tops buried. Right. And this and would be the ground floor. Yeah, this is the okay. this is like, I don't know yeah. how they're burying yeah. people up there. That's crazy. Yeah. No, that so they're, 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 and it's room uh 33. And room 33 has like these layers of burials. You know, it seems like this guy was the first buried and they buried someone on top of him, on top of him, on top of him. Um now the people buried in room 33, they're like something's odd here because one, uh and then they've done all kinds of DNA sampling. They have some very odd diseases, especially for what seems like royalty. Mm. Um, it's like they have like almost all of them have syphilis, uh, which is which is a very weird at that time. That one guy's like, um, not bad. I they have some very peculiar something. piercings. Like one woman had a, a the bone of a of a fetus like implanted into her uh, her hip bones. Uh, they have missing body parts. Um, they, at times look like they've been before they were, they were, uh, you know, laid to rest that they had parts of themselves removed or, or, or things they've done DNA testing and they've determined that this burial site, the people buried in room 33, they all descend from the same lineage. They are all part of the same matriarchal family. Mm. All of them. They're all related Uh So it's like um, an incestuous, like keep the bloodline going thing. Yeah, although I think that, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's common amongst royalty for one. Yeah, I think that ancient royal societies were more often matriarchal than patriarchal, mm-hmm. because if you have a if you have a royal bloodline where the the blood and DNA confers the royalty, that's easier to protect with mothers than it is with fathers. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because we know when a child's born of the mother that they're the mother's child. You don't know who the father is necessarily, especially in ancient times. Mm-hmm. Right. Did people just bring anybody into a royal family? Can you just like, if society, if the society you're living in is big enough, can you be like, yeah, sure, he's my son, he's she's my daughter, and like, 
Can you just do that? Because how are they going to know? No, they can't right, test no. blood back in the day. No, right. I think I think they could, except in this case, these royal people, if they were royal, this is a speculation that they were the only people buried in this massive thing. These people had unique genetic traits. And in fact, they had one unique genetic trait, all of them, which is they had six fingers and six toes. Uh, And all throughout the building and all throughout the entire complex, there are paintings of six digit people, Mm. like, like almost like worshipful paintings, like, Whoever this royal family was, they believe they were they were people with six digits, and they found sandals in the remains that had a had an extra toe loop for a sixth digit, and and it's this this idea that whoever these royal people were that descended from the same matriarchal heritage, that they had this DNA that included this this anomaly where they had six digits hmm. um, and it's got a it's got a technical name uh, which I probably should have written down but it was like really hard to say like polydactyl or something oh yeah like that's that. right yeah that's what they call the cats with extra toes okay uh, I'm still stuck on the sandals why do you need an extra loop you got one for your big toe do you put the sixth one at the end or do you do a double loop no, on the top they didn't, have, they didn't you're, you're talking about flip-flops yeah now you saw you gotta get the one like mittens everybody gets oh it. those oh the fancy yeah. ones oh yeah sorry i want to backtrack here for a second make sure i'm understanding because my world has just been rocked yeah you got for a lot sure. of information yeah here. no 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 yeah yeah so, hey, break in anytime this 33 people in this room this speculation of this royal family they all have either or both six fingers and six toes right there were also artwork drawings of representation right of right people, right. people like, bowing down and the, and the, yeah. and the person's like holding up and they have the honoring. extra digit yes yeah, yeah. this is very favorite. I, main thing i, I want to go back to sandals was interesting i just i appreciate them doing uh burials this way i'm a fan uh, having been a part of funeral processes, if you will, just keeping it very low key. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, it was a good run. We're going to go ahead and put you right here. Yeah. We're going to get on out of here. That was like all in one room. Let's just do it all. In one yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. That's how they do it in New Orleans. Plot. Yeah. No, they just shovel them to the back once their bones dry out and they're like, more, put family more in plot family. Hold. You don't need a, you don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to buy a, a gravesite. No. That's a salesman's tactic. It is. It is. Who's selling right. us death? Come on. Yeah, people. Selling somebody figured death. out that I'm only going to make money if everyone gets a tombstone, not just the family. Yeah. No, 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 no. They were like, "Hey, let's get it in here. Everybody can fit. It's big on top. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll That's just true. get on in there, mm-hmm. sleeping like the crew." I respect <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fascinating. Uh, fascinating yeah well, death well, rituals are always really interesting because it's always like mm. you're doing that okay mm. okay <laughs> very true very true <laughs> well the 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 presence of six-fingered people here in room 33 and also obviously an important part of this this site this ancient site a mysterious site nonetheless like they they obviously the architecture the size and scope of it far exceed what anyone thought was possible I mean, to think that we didn't build a building this big until about 100 years ago is mind-blowing in and of itself. Their understanding of the movements of space and stars, moon, you know, as an astronomical site, mind-blowing. And then you've got these six-fingered, six-toed people who seem to play a central role. And that's where archaeologists are like, yeah, this is odd because uh, ancient Peruvians, ancient Peruvians were the first massive dynasty in all of the Americas. Um, they were ruled by, guess what? Six-fingered, no. six-toed people. Hey, okay. Uh, <laughs> Warming they, up. <laughs> they believed that these people were uh, not only their rulers, that they were their gods, that mm-hmm. it, was an, it was a characteristic associated with a supernatural descent. They believed that uh, that these people d- descended directly from the gods wow. and were somehow different. I've seen some people on Reddit. I think there's a whole subreddit for these people. 
six no, finger no, folks. The six finger folks. Start it's hanging out. Uh, the, 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 by the way, uh, I, I did. So what I hate about the regular news, I'm not going to bang. I, I know that like the, the fake news is, but I read an article about it. They were like, no, this is nothing abnormal. All these theories are bunk because it's a very common birth defect. Is it though? No, a thousand people a year across the whole world are born wow. with this. I'm about to say very. That seems like a bit much. <laughs> like, no, that's not a very no. So then, let's put away the conspiracy theories and just accept it for science. I'm like, that isn't. That's a terrible explanation. But even if it's a thousand, they didn't say a thousand six-fingered royals are born every year. They missed the. They buried the lead. I mean, yeah, maybe we should get these people in office. This was a bow uh, down. Got a uh, Audi belly button. That may be more common. Oh, than it probably years. is. Yeah, or six Audi belly buttons too. Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner, and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure that the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature Lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code CBM20 at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. Manscaped is designed with fathers in mind, and the Performance Package 4.0 is here just in time for your pop special day. Inside this package, he'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Reserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all his goodies. First off, let me start by saying the Lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of Father's Day. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, also has a 400K LED spotlight that he needs for a more precise shave. Does your dad use the same trimmer for his body and his face? <laughs> Let's throw that out the window and give him an upgrade he deserves. But wait, there's more. Manscaped just launched their brand new Boxers 2.0 that I dare say are the best boxers ever. We all know dads love their comfort. With summer just around the corner, the Boxers 2.0 are here to save every father from the uncomfortable heat. These new boxers are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch designed to cradle his boys in their own special space. And this right here is a game changer. Whether he's mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, or golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxers breathe without breaking a sweat. Dads, buy this for yourself. Sons, buy this for you and your dad. Ladies, buy this for your man. And dog daddies, you deserve this treat too. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code CBM20 at Manscaped. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code CBM20. Shake what your mama gave you? Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. Apparently, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> a little jumping the gun. Apparently, uh, some scientists think that six-finger people, their brain has advanced computational power because yeah, they can count instead of more. Being, on yeah, one they can hand. count more and they can, the math goes up <laughs> exponentially by using... Uh, at least that's one theory. Um, yeah, I like that one. Well, uh, the Mayans, the ancient Mayans, they were the next great civilization in the Americas. They also ruled by polydactyl people. They they oh, they, wow. they have uh, pre- they they lots of their writings and and depictions show the six fingered people um, who who ruled the Mayan race and brought all kinds of uh, advanced technology helped them understand the stars and the moon, and ruled uh, that ancient people. And these are extra finger, not extra thumb. Mm. Extra finger, not extra thumb. That's more attractive for sure. Yeah, it's definitely an extra finger. Um, And to be clear, we're talking, unless you said it, both hands or one hand? Both. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think they're both both hands. Both hands. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't worship uh, no... Unsymmetrical yeah. God, come 11, on, get out of here with that! 11? Man, you just—that's just a weird hand. That's not a, a child <laughs> in China born recently with thirty-one. Stop it! Thirty-one Stop fingers? It. No, 30, 31 fingers and toes. Oh, oh how many total, is that? Total. I'm not good with that's that. Eleven extra people are like, oh, that's oh, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, his sandals yeah, must that's be like nuts. three per. F- okay, that's to be honest, y'all are being kind. That's more than a lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's odd. It's an aberration, yeah. honestly. Well, uh, okay. Liar. Yeah. And I wish out, him the best, though. Uh, the six-fingered people have quite a history. 
Um, so here in North Carolina, I, it may, I, I don't know if, if uh, down in Georgia where you're from, um, but the Cherokee were, were are sort of like one of our major mm-hmm. tribes here. Mm-hmm. They told of a race of people, white giants, they called them. Oh, are these the redheaded giants? They were, these are redheaded white giants that had six fingers on their hands and toes. Mm. And they called them. You ready for this? Mm. The, the moon people. Oh, mm. uh, the the Choctaw. They told of the Nahula, extremely tall people with six fingers and six tones. Nahula literally translates to wizards. Oh wow! Mm. There was a uh, uh, a burial site in Plano, Texas, that revealed enormous bone people. With six fingers and six toes, mm. uh, they believe that they're the, the the you know the mounds that are all over that area. Like mm. they, there's mm-hmm. like these places where they have these mounds. They think those were the people that built those mounds, right? Uh, the Navajo tell of the star snakes, which are like these people that appeared out of nowhere that were were giants that all had six fingers, wow. right? So if we look back throughout history. Right. We see tales of giants, right, that possess this trait, right? Yeah. Like, who's the most, in your mind, who's the most famous giant of all? LeBron James. <laughs> two, six, two, eight. Two, <laughs> That's pretty, he's pretty. Oh, no. What's the guy from China? Or, uh, yeah, yeah, he's huge, right? He was bred. No, but he was bred to be that. He's okay, bred. that sounds Most like we got to cut that. that out. No, 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 that's, no. That's a that's that is a verified fact. Yao Ming was part of a Chinese what? government genetic what? program to breed tall people to be successful. But that it is worked. not a conspiracy theory. Look it up. Crazy. He was he was bred to be that tall. Okay. I don't know how I don't know last time I've learned so much so fast. Like <laughs> this is yeah, yeah. A conspiracy beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're the Cliffs notes for life. Two um, the two giants that come to mind to answer your question is the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. I think oh, yeah. mm-hmm. monthly. Yeah. And then Goliath. Oh, oh yeah. Goliath. Goliath. That's Goliath. right. Oh. That's good. Or Andre. Uh if I told you that Goliath uh, which I think most people know the story of, of David slaying the giant Goliath. What people don't know is he was a ginger. Re- yeah. He, and yeah. it was an accident. He was a ginger. Like, I didn't mean to hit him with the rock. I'm sorry. In Samuel uh, chapter 21, verse 20, 21, it says he had on every hand six fingers. Oh, shit. And on every mouth. foot, no. six In the toes. Bible? In the Bible, uh, Goliath and his children were described as having red hair and having six fingers Holy and six crap. And in fact, the Bible speaks of an ancient race of people, the Nephilim, which were a race of giants, Goliath being one of them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who yeah. predate the flood and post-date the flood they show up. Yeah. And they yeah. had six fingers. Because that was just like an ankle flood to them. They were like, this is nothing. Tsunamis, this ain't nothing. What, here's a question I'm intrigued on. Uh, maybe y'all have already talked about this on previous episodes. The Giants. First number that comes to your mind, height-wise, feet. Mm. What's the first number? Giants. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'm going to give you my answer because it's the first thing that comes to mind, and then I'm going to backtrack. But okay. The first okay. thing that comes to mind is 10 feet. Oh, really? Then I'm going to backtrack. Uh, I think 12 yeah. feels good from a storybook standpoint, but 9 feels good based in reality. Okay. So you're being... I see that. I respect both of those answers as I think. My first head was 20. Oh, like Pacific like I, Rim? <laughs> I, I was saying, I, well, in my mind, I was like, I, I've been in the basketball gym. Oh, yeah. And I was like, it looks tall, like with a jump shot, but it don't look tall. When I think giant, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to leave the city. Yeah, oh, right. Man. See, I'm 5'6", so everyone's giant to me. So, And I, and I don't yeah, honestly spend yeah. a lot of time on the basketball court where I understand the true size of people in the world today. Sure, sure. Uh, so for me, it's like, oh, they're probably just like seven feet tall. They're giants. <laughs> you know, well, here's my backtrack is that sure. I, had, I had a couple friends, uh, okay. both taller than me, but not much. Two, two, three inches taller than me. I'm six feet. They're six, two, six, three. Mm. And they, they figured out this hack post-college, which I was always envious of, where mm. they would buy four cars 
two which drove and two which didn't, they would like trailer the 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 cars that didn't drive. These were total shit pieces. They were trying yeah, to yeah. find the, the least expensive cars. They would drive them from Raleigh, North Carolina, down deep into Mexico, like near the bottom of Mexico to some beachside town. They would sell them all four cars. They would buy their plane tickets home. And then whatever money they had left, they could live like kings for like two months. No kidding. They would fly home and do it again. That sounds like a good deal. It was a great deal. And there were no drugs in the car at all, just delivering cars. No, there's no drugs. Okay. Wait, they're living like kings in Mexico. In Mexico. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, like a couple months. Like, I paid rent once. Then they would fly back home, live with their parents, find the cars. They'd be like, okay, we got them. We'd go do it again. Rents repeat. They said when they lived down there, they, they were like, royalty wow and they said because they were they were giants like they walked mm-hmm. into the club oh, yeah. and the ta- next tallest guy was five four five you know like mm-hmm. the, the women were t- and they just they just you know they just had this huge presence so now so that makes me think like maybe in ancient world maybe being like six and eight yeah was like you're like you're a that dude's a giant. Yeah, my, you know? my brother-in-law's yeah. sister. When we go, when she went to India with us, like she's tall, she's in like six something. People mm. lost their mind over her, mm. just like so I could get my picture with her. And then my yeah. mom, we took my mom to a wedding, and they were like clear. They're like put her in the front row. I'm like <laughs> we're just short white people. That's the don't please don't do this. Yeah, this is not anything. Well, well, yeah. I think I think it's regardless. I think there's this you know these people right that mm-hmm. are. Tall, six-fingered. One story um, from a tribe named Uga Mangulala um, was it, their chief was visited by the gods, and he said the gods came down from the sky and visited the tribe in 1300 BCE. Right, and according to him, these gods visited every six thousand years. They're giants. Um, Six fingers, six toes, light skins, and thick beards. Mm. And this is a this is a, an ancient story that's been passed down for thousands of years about the visitation. I, I do like that. Essentially, it's like Mumford and Sons <laughs> comes to yeah. you know the tribe chief Tatunka <laughs> Nara, but but they were but he described them you know as six fingered. Six toed man. Um, can you imagine the banjo picking with six fingers? Get the fuck out of here! It's gonna sound amazing. They, they were really good. It's like the but, opera singer in Fifth Element. Watch out. Well, here's a here's a a more modern story of a Chinese farm worker who had a encounter with an alien species or or some sort of alien craft and encountered a creature and. How he described her was I told my wife about it, she, and the woman was three meters tall uh, and had six fingers, but otherwise she looked completely like a human. Honey, I had mm. sex with a dwarf. Uh, <laughs> just letting you know, she was clearly from outer space. So that brings us back to this idea, and, and I'm just going to wrap it up so we can start kind of sort of putting theories out there. I, I have an interesting theory. Um, but clearly what we have is we have a very clear evidence that there is some presence of six fingered people, their DNA still exists within humanity enough that like people are born with it. Um, there is the six fingered society will tell you all about how being six fingered. It's, it's almost like what redheads say, you know, like redheads talk about all the genetic benefits of being, you know, red haired. And there are lots of people that say it's, means you're usually smarter. You also have depression and rampant alcoholism, but whatever, right? Six-fingered people today, right? They often tend to be people associated with healing and medicine and, and all kinds. They have advanced intelligence. There's some genetic profile for this, right? This anomaly. But it clearly existed in ancient worlds. And every time we see these six-fingered people, we see incredible bursts of technology, association with stars, mathematics, all this sort of stuff. Um, Hmm. That 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 is the that is the facts. Now yeah. to the theories. The, the obvious theory is that this is some sort of alien life. Obviously, uh, yeah, some sort of alien life, uh, and it's been interacting with humanity for for thousands and thousands of years. I have a little different theory. Okay, I think 
people say, why haven't we ever seen any evidence of time traveling? I think mm-hmm. this is the evidence of time traveling. Oh. Right? I think that at some point, some white people who were six feet, right? Great beards. Right? I mean, they would, yeah, with maybe they're Mormons. Right? Oh, maybe. Mormons love, actually, they don't love a beard. Really, <laughs> actually, they're opposite. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. No, the the, the fundamentalists <laughs> oh, like oh, the yeah. beards. The newer ones don't like the beards. Oh, okay. But I think some 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 people were like, yeah, let's go back in time, and they are or were time trying to time travel, and they ended up back thousands of years ago, mm. and they were just like, well, there's not much we can do here, but we do know how the sun and the moon work, so maybe we can teach these people about the sun, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, again, we've talked about this. If I'm if I end up in America two thousand years ago, mm. and I find people, I'm hopelessly lost. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing for them. <laughs> All my knowledge base is completely irrelevant to them. Like, I, I can cook a great jambalaya. You guys are like no, we have four basic ingredients. What can you yeah. do with that? And every no, time you go to a party, you just make up theories about the host. You're like, I bet you, uh, and you're like, this doesn't, this isn't worth of anything. In my, yeah, <laughs> this doesn't but, but, do but anything for us. I know when the solstice is, I oh, know yeah. that there's 365.25 days per year to go and around the earth. Yeah. I know I, I, I can, I can map the sun and moon pretty well. Yeah. I could describe I could, hash browns. I mean, with what language? <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Draw? That's why all these petroglyphs look so shitty is because it's me drawing right. a hamburger right. and people are like, it's a flying saucer. Mm-hmm. No, it, it, I, I, I really think there's something that like these people that show up. And, and again, if you show up in a, in a time traveling machine, it's going to seem like you came from outer space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, they, yeah, they were these six fingered people. Maybe the six fingered the six fingered genetic disposition lends itself better to time travel, and so those people are more successful at it for some reason because right. it it seems to have more DNA than it is uh, than it, than it is like just the six fingers. Right, right. It makes sense that why like you would really want to preserve this DNA, mm. and and it's why like. Maybe room 33 at the structure has this really distinct bloodline where everyone is descended from the same matriarch and they all share these really odd diseases that are associated with kind of incest and other things that like we have to make sure this bloodline doesn't die out because it it allows us to time travel maybe or has mm-hmm. some sort of property to it that's important for survival. So I don't, I don't know, but I think that that's my theory. I don't think it's aliens. Okay. Did they test the DNA of the bones they found the, the giant six fingered bones? Yeah, they tested it. What'd they say? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I, don't know. It, I mean, it's, it's got, it's anomalous bone. It's, yeah, it's so anomalous. Going on. Interesting. One of the problems was that it was first excavated before modern mm. ethical practices. Mm. So All like, right. People had bone, like they're like, "Where's the rest of the skeleton?" They're like, "Oh, John took some to yeah, yeah, to Wyoming oh, State." So they they were just like trying to recreate. Yeah, that, sure. that's a good so, slapstick buddy comedy, right? Just two bad archaeologists and they're just breaking shit all over the place. Yeah, that's what they did. They literally were like, "Yeah, they threw a box." Like they were like boxes in the Smithsonian that were unlabeled. They had no idea. They just literally like just scooped up <laughs> yeah. bone fragment and dumped it in boxes. Yeah. And nobody, yeah, it was really poorly managed for a long time. Yeah. So this is. This is my my theory on the origin okay. of the six fingered six digits people. Um, I'm gonna seen the show Sweet Tooth on Netflix. Long oh yeah, yeah. Short. Mm-hmm. You seen that Sweet Tooth? I, I can't really. I haven't seen it in a while. But basically, something happens in the world. Um, virus, bacteria, something happens, and now babies are being born with animal parts. Right. So here comes a human baby, Love elephant it. ears, human yeah. baby. Panda nose, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, wait, I've yeah. just seen the picture. I never watched it. <laughs> oh, I got you. It, it showed really up on my show. Netflix a few times. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's, it's a really good show. But I bring it up because I think, I, I honestly think, and I'm not going to knock them because this was a long time ago. Sure. I think the origin of these people and potentially other types of people with quote-unquote outlier physicalities uh, well, because people were mating with animals 
I think there is theory. Listen, here's the thing. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was probably two conspiracies. I know of you guys are rocking the world. (laughs) Um, So I think when you're out here with 12 people doing all this hard labor, and you're tired, and you, you don't know what you're doing. There's no ethics class. Mm-mm. Sometimes, the buff, sometimes the buffalo just around. Sometimes <laughs> things just you know. What I'm That's saying? why they built the and calendar. They're like, can I? When can I sleep with this thing again? <laughs> can I get back? And I think over time, and I'm not going to knock them. I want to be very clear on record here. I'm not knocking them. Right, it's okay? different cultures, different times, different needs have to get met. Mm-hmm. I think over time. Things begin to change. DNA, blood. I'm not a scientist. I've got a degree in journalism. But I, what I know a little bit about science, okay, is like things started changing. And just like in Sweet Tooth, you look up and the body begins to change. Right. And all right. that to say is I think the origin goes back. Before it popped off, somebody, somebody was out here in these streets, in these dirt streets. And you look up, you're like, man, these guys smart. Quality, scientific, innovation, sure. But also, that llama, though. That llama with the hips. I'm just saying. <laughs> Man. Well, why, how would they end up with six? So they would end hey, up with that's, not, that's not the question we're asking. <laughs> that's not the question. Okay. Some, some sloth. They're like, these yes. six-fingered people are so slow. They just yeah. they do nothing. But they're, <laughs> they're part sloth. Yeah. I mean, it's not a... I, I agree with you that people were... Having sex with animals. Okay, we can agree there. We can agree there. Yes, that's an age-old. And that one Roman is like, I did it once. It's not all of us. (laughs) I also think that even modern people, and we've talked about this, is that the Nazis uh, spent a good deal of time trying to breed humans with uh, chimpanzees to create what they called the human Z or a chuman. Mm It would be a super soldier that had the intelligence of a human, but the strength of a chimp. Yeah, and every time they chewman, that's great. Every time Newman. they bred it, it was just like Newman. Newman's just a great. badass post Newman's office guy. A, Sorry, Chewman. Yeah, Chewman. Wait, was that real? That's real. Was that's that real. The, the Na- that, that was no, the Nazis had a a a a program. Oh, by the way, just because you, you you may not know this either, is the Nazis had a lot of paranormal. Uh, pseudoscience type researchers in their fold. Yeah, they're super into the mm. occult. It was they're super into the occult, and, and and human animal crossbreeding was one of the fields that they they were deeply committed to. And then when the war was over, the U.S. was like, "Well, we don't want all this research to go to waste." So they pardoned like uh, you know like a hundred Nazi scientists and brought them to the United States to continue and further their research and all sorts of paranormal crazy stuff mm-hmm. and there's books um, and movies about uh partial yeah, operation paper paperclip clip, yeah. Called. yeah so it's, it's so that's a real thing is that uh most of those crazy nazi scientists are, you know started working for america in the mm-hmm. 40s well, and 50s well <laughs> yeah yeah america under the, they're in the montauk air force base in long island yeah, it was a secret. Uh, oh, so, yeah. Remember this? What they made the movie Dunstan checks in. They had some research <laughs> and just yeah. popped off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Shane, do you, do, you, do you? What do you think, Shane? My what final you, thought. I, you know, I would love it to be aliens because, to me, it makes sense they build a giant structure with no windows because in space, yeah. you don't need windows, right? What are you going to look at? Oh, you Darkness. Know yeah, yeah. And that's why uh, aliens are so pale because they just, it's like deep sea creatures, right? They're living in the my, ocean. My wife would love an right? interior room with no light. Yeah. Just get her uh, eye patches, two eye patches or a sleeping mask. There's something about, have you ever slept? Like I, I oh, yeah. slept at some sleep for like house. 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. No. And they were like, yeah, we call this the cave. It has no outside windows. So just be aware. Yeah. I woke up the next day thinking it was 7 a.m. and yeah. it was like 2 and I was like, "What?" Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's just maybe it was just a really early hotel. Maybe and they're like we can't, we can't build. Like, you know how expensive windows are? Yeah, no, like, just, actually it should cost You want to sleep? Like, we're like, yeah. It's yeah. It, it does seem like 650 rooms. I don't know. It just to me it just it sounds like Either a, a museum. I, I think of like that scene, the collector in uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, just yeah. Collecting. Like it just seems like where you would just catalog and collect and put things for some for some reason. Um, just, you brought the number back up. Where are the other people, though? 
It yeah, exactly. Be thirty-three yeah. people making this apartment complex. Right. No, yeah. there were there they there were uh, smaller pueblos in the vicinity, but uh, it was not. It, it, it at least archaeologists think it was not a residential site. I mean, there oh, might right, have right. been just a handful of people there, and the people that seemed to be buried in that space were definitely just. Hmm. Um, this mostly this royal family, overwhelmingly mm-hmm. royal family. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But that was built by a lot of people. It okay, was built okay. by a lot of people. They just didn't live there. Okay. Yeah. And they don't know where those people came from. Or where they like, went. Oh, we don't know. Like that, we have no idea. We don't. See, and, and now with DNA testing, they're just sort of. It's only making the thing worse. One because sure. the bones are all mixed up, but also, they you know they they test it and they're like, well, this has you know the DNA of something from a far away, but that doesn't make any sense because we have no records of those people ever, you know, talking. Yeah, but that's also like archaeologists, there's a lot of speculation in these because they're like, well, they probably yeah. never talked. I was like, what are you talking about? There's so much history we don't know. Like, Yeah, there's like, a lot to archaeology where I'm like, you're just kind of making, I mean, you're not making shit up. You're smart and I get you're it. You're trying your best. You're yeah, exactly. Best. And that's what we all do. It's like the aliens. They like come to Earth. They're like, like, this out, you know, I'm middle management and I'm just doing what I can do. Whenever somebody gets mad at the, uh, a meteorologist, I'm like, they just tried hard. Right. Okay, that's all they do. Right. Is they yeah. try hard. I don't see you out there yelling the weather to people on the corner <laughs> and you'd be bad at it because you don't have the tools. Bad. bad. I, yeah. I think they were, I think they were I think they were future people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that they, for some reason, built. I I I think that the Chaco Canyon site had some re- reason behind it. Yeah, like I think it had something. Whether that was spaceport, had, yeah. had to. It is interesting uh, too, because like if these uh, six fingered uh, skeletons or whatever, if they're not part of a separate thread like the Denisovians were or like the you know Cro-Magnon man like these different the threads of like the one you know that we all came from the same source then where did those right. people come from if they didn't evolve from apes or were they you know yeah, yeah were, they, were they extraterrestrial origin were they some future origin I mean it and, and, and David we talk about this a lot This there's a theory that <clears throat> homo sapiens sort of derive from we we tend to think that Homo sapiens derived from a single source. There was like this moment in time where evolution occurred, and that humans evolved from that moment of evolution. There's a contrary theory that like there was not just Homo sapiens that that what we think of as humans today are derived from a numerous sources, some of which may not be terrestrial sources. They might have been extra terrestrial, or in this case, like some sort of time traveling that just, you know, from the future came back yeah. and mm-hmm. humans are just a big soup of DNA or, 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 or even we talked about recently, there's a, a line of thinking of what's called the aquatic ape theory, that there was a race of humans that evolved uh, in the water uh, that mm-hmm. are more uh, that evolved sort of from the dolphin line of, um, which is uh, highly controversial. <laughs> yeah. It's a real theory. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a hypothesis for sure. No, it's a hypothesis, but um, it's it's so that's it. I mean, I, I I don't know. I'm still perplexed by red. I mean, I'm a redhead. I'm still perplexed by redhead fair features on a planet that basically is designed to kill such people, right? You know, yeah. so fair skinned people shouldn't exist on this earth. Probably. Yeah, it's probably a bad. That's not a general statement of where we're at in society. <laughs> That's just me saying, you know, just from a genetic standpoint, I burn easily. I, 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 yeah, I mean, if the sun kills you, yeah, you're on the wrong. Maybe planet. you're just in the wrong spot. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's why they built elaborate rooms for the sun. <laughs> yeah, right. Afraid. It's They're hot out there. <laughs> let me go inside. That's my best theory. It yeah, that's just, the best. Just it was a suntan lotion factory. They were just <laughs> creating the first suntan, the sunscreen. Um, <laughs> All right, final thoughts. Anybody before no, we, that's uh, all I had. we sign off? That was it. I just I think the the llamas were too sexy for the people. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> well, Damon, uh, before we get out of here, where can people find you, follow you, and all that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, you can get at me on um, 
uh, Instagram and TikTok uh, at Damon Junior Two D A M O N J R the number two. Um, that's where tour dates and just good times. Um, all the content's going down over on those platforms. Great. All right. Cool. Well, we are really glad that you were here today and uh, exciting. Yeah, Thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon with another episode. Appreciate it. And uh, this has been Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin Strandy. I'm Shane Smith, and this was. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah sorry. Sorry. Usually yeah, Justin gives that at the intro, and maybe he did this time. <laughs> <laughs>